0: How did you scale being a realtor?
1: Yeah. So I think that by definition, a lot of being a realtor is a technician job. Okay. So you are actively, you know, prospecting, lead, follow up, going appointments, negotiate deals, right? Uh-huh. And it's truthfully, and I can understand why you believe that that's not the that highest, most valuable use of time because it's a mm-hmm. low level opportunity in a sense. Mm-hmm. I would propose that flipping if it's not done at scale, Mm -hmm. is the same. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is it's just a mechanism to raise cash. Yeah. And then the question is, what do you do with the cash, Mm -hmm. right? So uh, a lot of flippers live off the flips. Yep. And they don't have any residual income. And a lot of agents do the same thing, which is that if they learn how to sell real estate in high volume, they can raise a lot of cash. Like you can make a million bucks on real estate, like just doing onesies, right? Yeah. At the same time, if they're not forward thinking Mm -hmm. and they're not recognizing, hey, this is a treadmill, Mm -hmm. there's no way off of this treadmill Mm -hmm. and they're not taking a meaningful portion of what they're earning and investing into things that pay them money, Mm -hmm. then they're going to fall into the same trap. Yeah. Right? So um, I recognize two different things. So my first calendar year selling real estate, I made 13,000 bucks. So it's not something people would be on a podcast for. Yeah, They would not put you on a panel. They wouldn't ask you to do a keynote and they definitely wouldn't like pay you to coach them how to do that. The reason was, though, is I had an inaccurate assessment of reality. Okay. And you know, Ray Dalio in his book, Principles, he says you need an accurate assessment of reality in order to produce a good outcome. Okay. He also gives us a formula. He says a dream plus dealing with reality plus determination equals a successful life. So if you ask, if you really study that, you're like, okay, well, what's the hardest part of that equation? It's not a dream. You have a dream, I have a dream, everybody has a dream. Mm -hmm. It's not determination either, because people have various levels of determination. It's reality. Mm-hmm. It's dealing with it because then I have to admit I'm not as smart as I am, as quick as I am, as fast as I am, mm-hmm. as cool as I think I am. Mm-hmm. So my inaccurate assessment of reality is nobody taught me that it's a sales business. No different than selling books door to door, you know, like uh, uh, selling subscriptions over the phone. Yeah. So the mental map that helped me to get clear on that so I can do real estate in high volume was that the money's not in the service, it's in the selling of the service. Mm-hmm. So we can all perform the same service. Like Mm -hmm. if I was in a room of a thousand agents, I'd be like, hey, how many of you guys have a real estate license? Cool. We can all do the same thing, correct? Do we all make the same amount of money? The answer is no. Mm -hmm. The question is why. Mm -hmm. Some people know how to sell the service better than others. Okay. So once I recognized that that's where I should be spending my time, Mm -hmm. then I got obsessed with that. So I would role play twice a day, six days a week. I would hand write out scripts. I would record myself, right? Record Mm -hmm. myself role playing with people. Yeah. To really hone that skill. Mm -hmm. And- That allowed me to go from 17 transactions to 50, to 75, to 89, then to 100. And then the second mental map that I became aware of is that you can only grow to the proportion that your systems will allow you to. Mm. So no matter how much motivation you get, like I don't care if you go to WealthCon and you get super motivated and pumped. Shout out to WealthCon. You can do it, yeah, shout out to WealthCon. If you don't have systems, Mm -hmm. you will stay at whatever your current level is, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. I recognized that and I started to build out systems Okay. And um, SOP, standard operating procedures, and staff that allowed me to create a conveyor belt where I could list 10 to 15 homes a month personally Mm -hmm. and do 180, you know, 150, 180 transactions Mm -hmm. all on the listing side because it's the most leveraged side of the business. How'd you get Okay. So let's rewind. I want to get
0: into the details. So you made $13,000 your first year, right? What'd you do the next year? Uh, The next year was like 115. Okay. And you did that- by listing? Yes. And how do you get listings?
1: So by learning how to sell the service. So actively prospecting. So okay, like I'm so, aware I was upstairs in, you know, like your guy's office and the flipping office. Yeah. There's people in there on the phone. Yep. And they're talking to people. So what I'm aware of is that was me. So okay. I was doing that. So you were cold calling. I was cold calling.
0: Got it. 100%. Okay. You were cold calling expireds and FSBOs?
1: uh exp- Expireds, fizbos. It ended up... Uh, mutating into probates as well. Okay. We added that because yeah. I recognize like, so I did expireds. You have to remember too, it's contextual. So when I was um, selling real estate, I started in 2006. Mm. Everybody's making money. Yeah, You could be a rum-dum, show up in flip-flops, make a hundred grand, right? Cause money's flowing freely, it's yeah. super easy. Well, 2008 happens. Mm-hmm. And like the whole economic system gets decimated. Mm. So if you were using traditional methods of doing business, like your past clients and your influence, you're not gonna do any business. Mm. So expires though, exploded. Oh, okay. There's a lot right? of expires. Yeah, because no one was selling. Because no one was selling. Yeah. So there's like 250 to 300 a day. I couldn't even call them all. So I would set three appointments. Canceled. Sounds like a realtor's heaven right <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's like manna. Yeah. So, so I would set three a day, cancel two, because they didn't have equity and go on one. mm then what happened though in 2011 and 12 is the marketplace got better 10 11 12 mm-hmm. what happens to expireds they go down they shrink yeah so i would like to you know say like hey i noticed that and i made this very mature like mm-hmm. decision to rotate into probate that's not what happened yeah so for 90 days i'm banging my head against the wall and i recognize oh there's not enough leads here for me to keep growing mm. and what i said to myself is like look i don't know what the way is but i'm going to either find the way or make the way yeah and just by happenstance serendipity A buddy of mine had ordered a course on probate. He gave me access to it. Mm -hmm. And I started to, you know, look at it. The other thing that's true is I live in heaven's waiting room. Where is that? In Florida. Florida. We have the largest elderly population in the country. So it's a source of business that is market independent. Got it. Regardless of market dynamics, people pass away. Yeah. So I got serious on it. I started to shrink the amount of time I called expires, boost the amount of time of probates. And within four years it became 50% of our business. Got it. Yeah,
0: I actually went through a transition very similar. So I used to be a realtor here in Vegas. Awesome. And um, big Mike Ferry agent. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was killing it, calling it expires and fizbos, And then um, I would door knock expires. And then I moved to California. Um, I lived in Chino. And uh, the problem that I faced was there wasn't a lot of expired and to drive to expired takes way longer in california it's not efficient yeah so here in vegas i could door knock like 20 25 in a day cali Mm -hmm. is like three to five yep because just traffic and just stuff like that so i was like all right damn like this is this sucks because i was planning to just do what i was doing out here and do it in california and then um i was watching kevin ward yeah you know kevin ward um He was talking about NODs and probates Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And then I was like, all right, I don't know what NOD is. But I started calling NODs and then started getting those listings, started doing short sales, and then started realizing how much flippers were making. And I'm like, I just worked the short sale for six months and made two and a half percent. And then I paid my broker 25 percent. And this flipper just made 60 grand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm in the wrong business. But yeah, so very similar story. So, all right, you got into probates. You started making six figures. Then what happened?
1: Yeah. So I did that continuously for a while. How long? And, uh, 10 years. Okay. Damn. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, I love that. He's trying to, he's like, how long? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I 10 know. Years so, so, and what I started to recognize though, was that. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with
0: crushing it as a realtor. I know I'm just like talking a bunch of crap. But- no, and
1: it's dope because what we're doing is triangulating ideas of believable people. Yeah. And 100%. What, what ends up percolating to the surface is the truth. Yeah. And I believe that there's a million ways to make money. hundred percent. A million. Yeah. And there's only a handful of ways to lose it and it's all psychological. So if you can figure out what your way is to make money mm-hmm. and then there's stages to wealth creation. One is earning money. Very few people are good at that. Mm-hmm. I think it's something like 95% of the population makes less than $120,000 a year. Mm-hmm. So it's infinitesimally small. Then you have to learn how to keep it Mm -hmm. Less are good at that. Yeah. And then you have to learn how to multiply it. Yeah. And even less know how to do that. Yeah. So there's stages. So whatever your hustle is to raise cash, Mm -hmm. like, I love it, bro. Yeah. Do whatever you're doing to raise the cash, whether Mm -hmm. you're flipping, you're selling homes. Great. Yeah. Because they're both mechanisms for just that. Yeah. But they're not mechanisms for financial freedom. No. Financial freedom comes from residual income.